Pelvic Posse, and welcome to the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. It's Amanda Fisher. I've helped thousands of people with pelvic floor issues, and it's totally my jam. Here, you can listen to expert interviews encompassing all things related to pelvic health. That's pee, poop, sex, and everything in between. You have a pelvic floor. Yes, you. We all do. And it's time to start talking about these issues that arise, but more importantly, how to improve them. I am so glad you are here to join us. Now let's head into this week's episode of the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the 100th episode of the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Fisher, a pelvic floor physical therapist in the Kansas City area. Y'all, with this being the 100th podcast, it really had me go back and kind of reflect on, you know, the most downloaded episodes we've had on the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. Now, the podcast is not my number one priority. My number one priority is my family. And then comes the business. I've got two locations, Kansas and Missouri, and keeping those afloat and seeing patients. But then I also have my online business as well. But then the podcast comes in because wanting to continue to get the content out there and all of that really flows together. Like I need it all to function as one. It's one big wheel going around. So I kind of wanted to get an idea because I've been sharing more family for this past year been sharing more of just random thoughts on public health, but I wanted to see the top episodes that were downloaded. So the number one top episode that was downloaded last year was an episode on gut health and kombucha with my friend, Jessica Ketterman. She's amazing. Her kombucha, Wabago kombucha is phenomenal. We have it for sale at our Lee Summit location in Missouri, but it is episode 54. You definitely want to check it out. There is so much to go that plays into gut health and pelvic floor health. So if your organs are upset or not functioning well, well, your pelvic floor muscles are going to maybe get a little tight and a little uncomfortable with that, they respond to the organs and we want healthy organs, healthy tissue. We want hydrated tissue. We want good nutrition for the pelvic floor muscles to be playing into that. And there's so much more, but if we're not having like regular bowel movements, you're constipated, your pelvic floor muscles are probably going to be more tight. You're going to find yourself uncomfortable with bowel movements. You may have a history of hemorrhoids. If you find yourself more loosey-goosey and going all the time, those muscles can get high and tight with that too. So we want a happy medium of going like once or twice a day. If we can do that, get all those excess hormones out of our body because if we're not voiding it, it becomes waste that our body's holding on to. So let it go, get rid of it. Number two, the top second recorded podcast that y'all listen to is episode number 49 how everyone can benefit from pelvic floor physical therapy, or at least learning about it. So with this episode, really diving into every single person has a pelvic floor. The top functions of the pelvic floor are those pelvic floor muscles. We need to keep our goodies in, right? We need to stop the flow of urine. We want our sphincters to work so nothing comes out when we need it to stay in, like with coughing, sneezing, laughing, working out, lifting. 
But when we need to, when we sit down on that toilet, we need to let things go. We need to let the flow happen. We need to relax that tissue. So we need those sphincters to relax, to allow it to come out. Fecal matter or bladder matter, urine. And we need those muscles to support our organs. For our female population, we have a uterus in there. For males, we have prostate and then we have bowel and bladder. Those muscles need to hold them up like a sports bra does. Keep our goodies in place. And then we need those things to function with our diaphragm or breathing muscle. So when we breathe in, that air comes down into our lungs, down into our pelvic floor. It lengthens out. We've got air in there. So it's stretching tissue out. As we blow that air out, that tissue comes back in. It creates a sump pump factor of going in and out, pumping fluid in and out. The same way that when I do ankle pumps or I move my arm or my legs, I'm moving fluid through it. It's a sump pump effect. And then there's sexual and function. I don't know if y'all know this, but they aid in sexual function. They have to help with really quick contractions to get blood flow and circulation through to have orgasms, or it helps with pleasure down there without even an orgasm. It really helps with that arousal, increased blood flow. And y'all, when we get increased blood flow down there, there is research that backs it up. Decreased headaches, decreased pain, better menstrual cycles, better mood. The list goes on and on. There's even been research done in male population where it shows a decreased risk in prostate cancer for getting more blood flow and circulation out there. Topic for another day. We'll chat about it later. Third highest episode downloaded in the last year is on habits and public health. I'm really big on finding triggers within the house as a busy mom and business owner on when I'm going to do my public floor health. My number one time that I do it every single day is when I brush my teeth. I work on my balance. I work on popping it or dropping it into a deep squat. When I wash my dishes, I'm holding onto a sink and or also with brushing my teeth, I'm holding onto the sink and I'm squatting it down, working on that range of motion. I also have habits with my pelvic floor where I like to go on walks every day with my dog. The only time I don't make it happen, I don't care if it's rain or shine, but it's when it's negative 30 degrees here in the Midwest, I'm not getting outside for maybe five minutes. I have Renaud's syndrome and it's just not happening, but my dog doesn't want to be out there anyways when it's that cold. So it's learning how to habit stack, do things around your house that you're already doing in your day-to-day life and adding a little pelvic floor mobility into it. Okay. Great episode, episode 51. Go check that out. The fourth highest one was me talking about my denied sponsorship for the last couple of years with the soccer association in our community of Lee Summit. I'm not allowed to sponsor my kids' soccer teams. I have three kids play soccer for this association, and I'm not allowed to sponsor because the words empower your pelvis is considered trashy, I guess. It's considered inappropriate. It's considered sexual, which let's think about it. Elbow, we can say empower your elbow. Totally fine. Your pelvis should be looked at just like your elbow. It's part of the body. It helps to move. And in soccer, it helps you run. It helps you aid in function of kicking the soccer ball. Helps you move side to side, switch directions. But we cannot have empowered your pelvis on a jersey, even if all the parents on the team have signed off on it and said it's okay. The league has said not to. So there's more to that story in episode 53. If you want to check it out, I probably get a little bit more heated than I am right now. It still digs deep. 
but I still season after season ask if I can sponsor my kiddos teams, which I'm getting ready to send that in. And then the last top recorded podcast for this last year was when I compare the pelvic floor muscles to how Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes from the Kansas City Chiefs play football. And it's really not just them two, because we have more than two muscles in the pelvic floor. We actually have 28 muscles in the pelvic floor. I honestly, I think it's like 14 people playing football on one side, but you've got 28 different muscles down in the pelvic floor. I need all 28 people on the same team and on the field at the same time to make this analogy work. So pretend that 28 players are on the football field. If offense or defense is not paying it, let's say offense, offense is not paying attention to what's happening with Patrick Mahomes or where he's at or getting ready to throw the football, we have dysfunction. In the pelvic floor world, dysfunction is peeing our pants, pelvic organ prolapse, low back pain, hip pain. The list goes on and on. If you've listened to the podcast, you can go back and listen to any episode of me talking about pelvic floor issues. However, if we're having dysfunction, things are going to be working right. Okay. So we need the team to be working right, to be paying attention, functioning together as a team, everybody contracting and relaxing at the same time. Then our muscles function how they're supposed to, where we talked about earlier in this episode, keeping our goodies in, supporting our friends, supporting the organs, allowing things to move out when we need them to, but keep it in when we need it to, and then aid in sexual function and a sump pump. When those are working how they're supposed to, all of that should be working functionally and we shouldn't be having any of our pain or pants, pressure, low back pain, hip pain type of symptoms. Does that make sense? So we really want to aid on mobility and how the tissue is working so that we can have that one connect. To hear more about Kansas City Chiefs analogy and in that episode, you can go to episode 50. Now, this week, as in tomorrow, I am heading out to Charlotte, North Carolina, to do some up and coming projects with Burn Boot Camp, one of my favorite gyms here in Kansas City. I found Burn Boot Camp after delivering my third boy via seed section. My very first visit into Burn Boot Camp, there's a point of getting back into this podcast stuff, but there's my first week there, I face planted. I was so weak trying to do push-ups. I soon noticed though with myself and with watching other people in the gym, we were all, all including myself, holding our breath to try to make movements happen. So I was noticing myself and other people in the gym themselves having dysfunction, maybe peeing their pants while doing jumping jacks, peeing their pants with jumping rope. I'd watch their form change and notice hmm, that's what happens with my patients. Or when mine would change, I was noticing pubic pain or bladder leakage or pressure down there because of my cystocele bladder prolapse or increased back pain while lifting RDLs. There are so many things that I was noticing as a community, but then as myself too. So I started reaching out to the company and I'm um, working with the trainers in the gym to help them realize like, hey, these are the symptoms that are going to be coming in with patients who talk about X, Y, Z. This is how we can modify to help their pelvic floor so we can keep them in the gym and decrease the bladder leakage or decrease the pressure, decrease the negative impact that they're having mentally and emotionally while they're in the gym because we should come in and have this release of us wanting to be in there and it's positive and we have childcare. Who doesn't love that? And um, yeah, so I'm really super excited to be working with the group of people, the team at Burn Boot Camp this week out in Charlotte, North Carolina. I had an opportunity to work with them in the fall 
at their summit, member summit. And it was amazing. I got to speak to members and to trainers from other clubs. And I'm really excited to go spread some more pelvic floor knowledge this week. So thank you all. If you have questions on that, you know, just drop it like it's hot in the comments. But I'm super excited to share more of this opportunity as the weeks progress on. And have a fabulous weekend and week. Enjoy the podcast, share with friends and family, go back and check out those other episodes. And as always with wellness in your pelvis, have a great one. Bye guys. Hey, pelvic posse. I want to thank you so much for joining into this week's episode of the empower your pelvis podcast. Can I ask you a couple of favors, please? Number one, can you like and subscribe to this podcast so that you can continue to empower your pelvis forever so that you will never miss out? Number two, can you leave us a rating and a review telling them how amazing we are and everything that you have learned about your pelvic health? And then number three, if you haven't seen the video version of this podcast, you can go over to youtube.com forward slash C forward slash empower your pelvis for all your visual learners out there. We have all types of great visuals in there for you to not only listen to, but to also watch. Thank you so much again, and make sure to give your pelvis some love until next time. Peace out pelvic posse.